Hey everybody, this is Chad with the VG Skate Podcast. Uh, the audio you're about to hear is a little rough. The audio levels are a little off. We're kind of jumbled as we're still getting our feet west in, in this podcast game. So please bear with us, uh, especially the audio part where I speak a little louder than Belty, but I promise you in the later episodes we'll get it together as we're right now recording in two different locations. Either way, enjoy the show. Sweet, we're live. What? That, which, oh, that's good. It's working. I can't see chat. I so it's not I'm, working. Um, oh, there it is. I got it. Are you caught up now? Uh, it's like I never left. What the heck is this? Is this an advertisement? I'm confused. Oh, this is the this is the oh this is an ad. I haven't seen one of those in a long time. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, we got to regardless. Yeah, no, I just like, because I clicked on your stream, and I'm like, what the heck is this? Regardless, what up, everybody? This is, this is Chad. Say your name. Milton. Okay. You can say, you should usually like a, my, my Milton or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yo, yo. Hey, everybody, this is my Twitch channel where everyone knows okay. me. I'm Milton. You realize this is also going to be audio only somewhere. I'm Milton. Okay, this is Last Week in Gaming. Thank you for tuning in to our uh, debut. Yeah, inaugural. Uh, inaugural. Oh, that's better. Thank that's you for tuning word. in to the inaugural um, stream recording episode. This is episode one, uh, the first episode. We got a ton to talk about, but overall, this stream or this podcast is just because uh, Milton and I like to talk about video games, and yeah. why not include you all with that torture? Yeah, uh, we are we discussing mainly stuff that happened in the last week of gaming. Probably some stuff this week. Probably some stuff next week. Who knows? What's important is that. I, man, I didn't have a drive home thing for that. I really, <laughs> I really. I was like, it's going to come to me. And as soon as I said what's important, it's like nothing. Like, I got nothing to drive it all in. If it makes you feel any better, I'm trying to figure out how we're going to get next week's news right now. Actually, oh, I wasn't. I mean, we could predict. That'll be fun. At the end of the stream, like, what do you predict is going to happen next week? And we just make, we'll just make a prediction and see if it comes true. Sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's do that. I don't know. I'm gonna really right, think on it. Let me get let me get a notebook out here. Okay. Do some math. All right. What are we doing first? What's next? What's first on the list? Well, uh, we let's do some introductions. I guess we kind of did that already. Um, oh yeah, but let's well, yeah here 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 we go right here. Boom! We introduced. Whoop! Did you hit the? Oh, uh, you clicked the check. Oh, nice. Yep. Off to a roaring start. <laughs> okay. But yeah. Like Chad said, this week we're going to be talking about last week. It's going to be a great time. It's been a very and interesting week in gaming, for sure. Indeed. And uh, when, our, we did a, when we were doing some mic testing, uh, Chad just went ahead and sounded out every letter here in what I refer to as Elwig. <laughs> Elwig. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, hey, he, whatever works. That's merch potential right there. Um, yeah, Elwig. We'll make a Elwigs. supreme supreme style tee that just says Elwig. I was or thinking like a wigs. wig that like like it's just got an L sticking at the or just a wig that's just an L. Like only 
and it just leaves like a giant block spot in your What if we do one of those head. like those like um little bands that like like ladies put in their hair and it but and it has and but like it has like oh like um the 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 reindeer things that you get at Christmas, you put the little band in your hair and they like are they're on like a spring and you can shake your head, and they go back and forth, but it's just a giant L. I feel like those exist anywhere, but if it doesn't, we'll corner the market on it well, for sure. We put the L on it, and then inside the L, it says wig, dude. We're we're there. We're good. Oh, Gold. so the wig is the 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 separating, the dividing. I get yeah. it. I yeah. it. No, nobody else is doing that. Impossible. It's impossible. Oh, anyway. wait until we until we look at Alibaba and find a whole carton for them. Oh yeah, you're uh, right. Go ahead and get your wish stock in now, boys. They're going to be up soon. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so first off, we're just going to be talking about what we've been playing this week. Uh, Chad plays more video games to be apparently because his list is but, one item you know, longer. I just <laughs> I uh, I just I was like I didn't know what to play. I mean, I, I just like tried a bunch of stuff. I can't wait to talk about your train sim experience. What a freaking nightmare that was i cannot believe where where does where does the appeal of sim games even come from i really because like overall my experience with sim games in general oh wait before i just like go on do you just were you going to go over the entire thing i thought you just say what we'll talk about first oh you you, you can do your thing go ahead because like can go in any order here like in in general like on sim games and i'm thinking like like uh like farming simulators and and cooking simulator is a little bit different because I'm a big fan of cooking, but overall, sure. like Jesus with this, like it was it was so technical. I didn't know I have never played a simulation game more technical than train sim with the amount of buttons that you just have access to. For sure. Yeah. And I thought personally my favorite part I learned from sim games that I learned that I enjoy the most um is like you were streaming it in Discord and uh, you basically got fired. You quit on the spot. I quit so yeah. many times. Well, because the train wouldn't go. Why don't you go into detail as to what happened? So where where did it go wrong? From from me installing the game mostly. But the man, because I because they just run it, it was the British something like one of their tube lines or whatever and then you just get on the train and you're supposed to like run the the thing you're supposed to put in the key and then you're supposed to turn the key and then you have to plug in the thing for the throttle and then move the throttle to like whatever i forget and then you have to or is it the throttle it's like the direction i guess not necessarily a throttle like the direction and the other one's the throttle and for those of you not super privy to how trains run, a lot of them run on dead man switches. So if no one's pressing the thing, they're not going to go. So you move that thing into like a spot and then a sound, sound goes off. And then you move it to another spot and then you press the button to make the sound go off. And you move it to another spot. No, no, no. You have to move the throttle, the, the direct thing into the forward position. And then you move the other one to a final spot and then it's supposed to go. That happened one time, and then after that, it just would not happen ever again. I mean, it sounded simple enough. I don't really <laughs> understand why. Long, you... long story short, the uh, the game is uninstalled. <laughs> but hey, 
If you like sim games, check it out on Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, it is. It is on Game Pass right now. The best deal in gaming. Uh, next up, which I'm pretty sure here you meant to put Jedi Fallen Order and not Jedi Outcast. That is actually true. I don't know where I wrote Jedi. I mean, technically, it follows the same format: Lone Jedi with no real thing to the order doing stuff. But uh, yeah, I meant Fallen Order. Uh, we'll probably get more into this as the episodes go on, but EA is is on a list, and no, they're spoilers. published. Yeah, spoilers for future episodes. The EA is on a list. I don't really rock with them, but recently, since they have been screwing up too badly, publishing or their published games, now their developed games, have been off the list, so they're good to go. With the first being. Um, Fallen Order, who was developed uh, by Lucas. Is it Lucas Arts? It is uh, the Apex guys. Uh, uh, oh, Re- uh, Respawn. Respawn. That's right. Lucas Arts is like just the thing people hold the license and all that. Yeah. <laughs> what a another thing that E got on my list for. Shout out to Max's Studios. I, I haven't forgotten about you. But um, bring bring yeah. back. Uh... Bring back uh, Sid Meier's Simgolf. That, that or Simcopter. Either one I'll be happy about. But not Simcopter, the streamer. I don't know his content enough to be like, he's cool. I just know <laughs> he exists. Um, but uh, uh, so Jedi, and it's for anybody who doesn't know, I mean, it's a pretty popular game. So most people probably know about it. I didn't watch anything on it, so I had no expectations going in. Just thought it was popular. Fun enough game. It's kind of Souls-like in its execution, which doesn't really whip much for me too well. But I understand, uh, like we were discussing at a, or off uh, recordings, that you kind of have to balance out a lightsaber, which makes perfect sense, because there's like one of the most powerful weapons in the galaxy. Um, and so, but overall, it's a fun experience. I, I, the story's cool. Um, my computer like a potato. But overall, it's a, uh, I don't know. I mean, I enjoyed it. If you are a Star Wars fan, you will probably enjoy this. Yeah, I thought I thought Fallen Order was fantastic. I think it's a great entry game for people who don't play Souls-like games. Um, it's not as hard as your traditional Dark Souls or anything like that. They don't oh, really, absolutely not. They don't really try to do a lot of things Dark Souls does to, you know, cause deaths. Now... Dark Souls in general isn't cheap. It feels cheap like the first time you ever play one, but they're not cheap. They're just a game that's meant to be hard to master. But uh, Fallen Order does a really good job of balancing like fun gameplay while still being a Souls-like. And obviously, wrapping it in the beautiful shell of Star Wars helps appeal to a lot more people. So, But uh, that game was fantastic. And also, last for this, that uh, Fallout has a lot of platforming elements as well. Uh, which I don't think is something that's really in a lot of Souls games. So, correct. Uh, and, and a lot of secrets, a lot of fun. And then uh, you've—I know you—you you were playing this. I think earlier today, or maybe it was just yesterday. But uh, twelve minutes, uh, not going to be my cup of tea, probably. Um, but I know you've been playing it. Give me, give me your uh, review in progress on twelve minutes. Just to be clear, because my my frustration with the game and just my inability to complete a puzzle. But overall, twelve minutes is a, a to me is an incredible story uh, telling game. 
um i forget the studio i wish just to start taking better notes but uh <laughs> the uh for the studio that made it but they made it it's starring james mcavoy uh, as you probably know from wanted and professor x and the new uh x-men movies um daisy ridley who is uh in the speaking more of star wars who is uh ray skywalker in the last the final three trilogy and uh william defoe who you know from a bunch of roles most notably obviously being uh green goblin yep yep definitely the only role that ever mattered the, the only role that ever um uh but it's a top-down uh story sort of puzzly game where you're stuck in a loop or i'll let you guess how long you know it's funny we're actually in the 12th Seven minute days. of this podcast wow uh, it's all the launch it's the all game this is funny. the answer is the answer but it's uh and you just kind of you kind of just work through the loop try to figure out how all the pieces put together and i'm not gonna spoil any story because it's like super short of a game if you if you're decent at puzzles you'll probably finish it um within like a day which is not a bad thing it's just it's very complete and there's a lot of hidden like like a lot of like scenarios that like you you do one thing different and the whole the whole progression changes so check it out Sweet, man. Yeah, I, like I said, I don't know if I'll ever touch it. It always looked pretty intriguing. It's just probably not my cup of tea, really. Which is fair. It's, I've seen uh, mostly uh, good reviews or reviews in progress for this game. A couple out there who... Like, I, I saw PC Gamer gave it like a 50% out of 100. Yikes. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Um, and uh, a personal... Uh, somebody I'm a personal fan of, good old Imran Khan out there just slaying it on twitter i can't wait for him to be on like games cast again with kind of funny guys and just be like yeah this game's shit and everyone <laughs> else is like how we had him on the show it's gonna it's gonna be great uh that is uh that's just weird man i mean hey everyone has their own thing i'm gonna jump down to my list for a second for sure um naraka blade point it's been out for about a week um it oh is that short is yeah, that it just it just came out? Oh, okay. It, just, it had a beta a few months ago. Um it may it may have only been a couple months, I can't remember. But um it was fun then, it's fun now. Um definitely digging uh the feel of it. Does it have some issues? Yeah. Um momentum feels a little wonky at times. And um the other thing is like when you're playing early game, once you get out of like the bot segment of it. A lot of the like lower tier players are very spammy, so the combat can Lovely. feel the combat can feel clunky. Spamming doesn't work, but it makes combat that you're in feel really clunky. Like you'll have a guy who's swinging and missing you a ton, and he's like just like going around in circles on you, around circles on you, and it like makes it hard for you to hit him because of this because he's just in this wonky position. It's really weird. Um, but it does Back. a lot of cool things, uh, like the grappling hook in the trees to hide in trees and finding like fruit to boost your defense, or you can pick up a dandelion and it'll remove your footsteps. Um, I think the soul jade system, which is kind of like a perk system, like you'll pick up, uh, like things that'll boost your attack by a certain percentage, or you'll pick, right. uh, soul jades that'll actually change what a, a weapon does when you do the charge attack. I think it adds really varied gameplay compared to most BRs where, you know, you pick up a gun, that gun acts the same every time you pick it up. Even if you get the 
common version versus the epic version. The only difference is more damage. While here, those perks really change the weapons up. And the fact that they treat it more like a... Uh, it has a, like the hero shooter aesthetic because all the characters have different abilities. There's a healer. There's a stealth character. Uh, there's the monk that I tend to play the most. Uh, Tian Hai, I think his name is. I might be saying that wrong. Super sorry. Uh, no, but, uh, I mean, they, they don't like say it in the game anyways. They, they do. Know, they know. do. I should really Oh, they do? It. Yeah. Uh, and so that's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Never mind. I tried um, to save you there. Yeah, you did, but it's okay. Um, but uh, he's super dope. He's like a monk, and he like can like summon a bell that deflects damage. He can turn into a big, uh, uh, like I don't know what those guys are, but he like has six arms. It's like Goro, and it's just super cool. Uh, and there's like a guy that throws fireballs. It's super sweet. So like the gameplay is very super varied. Um, a lot of people don't like the monetization of the game because it's a $20 BR and then it also has like the battle pass. It has paid skins if you want them. And like personally to me, I don't care. Like if that's how they're going to monetize it, that's how they're going to monetize it. I think think $20 for a video game that you're going to put hours upon hours into is well worth the price of admission. Absolutely. Um, so like if people want to continue to support the game via battle pass or via skins like that they just pay for it directly that's perfectly fine it's not pay to win or anything like that so i don't care um, yeah, i'm all for a game that is if, if it's if it's all cosmetics then i'm all for it yeah. unlike pokemon unite but we're not gonna mm-hmm. i don't want to get into that but yeah that's but yeah the rocket blade points fun i'm excited to see where it goes absolutely um, i'm debating the, uh, just picking it up yeah, it's. I mean, it's a fun, it's a fun time either way. Like, it's it's easy to pick up and it's super hard to master. Like the combat, like you if you learn how to like time your abilities, you can juggle people. It, it's really good. It, it they do a really good job. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll go to Pokemon Unite real quick. Uh, no, got to. It's a it's a great game. I mean, it's been out for a few weeks. Everyone. Pretty much knows about it. Free to play uh, MOBA game featuring Pokemon characters where you uh, uh, battle, level up, and try to score points on the other people's goals and try to score the most points to win. Great game. Uh, our good friend, Mo- is it Moist Critical? It is. That's Moist his full name. Um, who uh, sort of did a whole thing about how it can be potentially pay to win. You can sort of sink a bunch of money and then boost up your character, um, which kind of like whatever i feel like that's not gonna be enough people for me to like hate the game i'll still play it for fun right. i'm not too weird about it so and um if you if you want to be ca- super serious you catch, about it, pretty, yeah. you catch up pretty quick too like as as a non-paid like as a non uh like paid boost player you you build up those items that you can boost pretty quick um but it's still shitty that it's there happy but yeah, other war, other war. I play it. Talent Flames, my homie. Slow Bros, OP. I'm all for it. Yeah, man, it's a super dope game. It's and so I fun. finally, finally got you to play Temtem. It only took two years, and us not having anything else to play. <laughs> That's how freaking bored I was. Yeah, because uh, Temtem, uh, for those who don't know, is a it's a Pokemon MMO clone, Pokemon clone MMO-ish type thing where you, uh, the the whole, the main appeal is each battle you send out two 
Tim Tims as opposed to one. There's a stamina system when it comes to using moves as opposed to like PP, like they do in Pokemon. Um, and so just a little bit, it's a bit more difficult and strategy wise. Uh, overall, fine. Like if you like Pokemon, uh, you'll probably enjoy this, if anything, just to kill time. Um, or you'll get really into it and just want to collect them all. Uh, so far, I haven't seen anything nearly on the level of Pidgeot, so it's kind of hard for me to like <laughs> really sell into it. Um, I only did to like my 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 Pokemon. My Tim Tims are like level ten. I haven't done. I barely made it to like the second. Yeah. Town, but so I really don't know what's going on. To for overall, if I'm if I got some time, I'll click around on that. Yeah, uh, Tim Tim's super cool. Um, I. You mentioned the battle system. I really love the the two v two battle system. I think it's really well done. Um, the ability to have like synergy with the other, like if you put out two Thames and you use one ability that synergizes with the ability that the other one has, they'll like link up and do them together. Um, apparently, at the end game, which I haven't been to myself, uh, there's there's like multiplayer raiding and things like that. So you can go into a big dungeon and run with multiple players and fight a big boss Temtem at the end, stuff like that. Right. Uh, so that's really cool. And for those that don't know, Temtem is a MMO. It is a massively multiplayer uh, monster tamer game. It's really cool. It's uh, like 20 or 30 bucks on Steam. Um, it's it's a good time. If, if, you, if you're kind of... And it's also much harder... It like has a bigger like pitch in difficulty than Pokemon. Absolutely. So if, you're looking, if you're looking for something that's going to be a little, it, and it's it, but it's not like painfully hard. But if you're looking no, no, for something no. with a little more difficulty, uh, check it out. It's fun and uh, bat, battle us because we're master Temtem trainers. Okay, I don't even know all the types, so I don't know where you're getting that from. That see, see, that's a little misdirection. <laughs> you guys aren't even ready. Okay. Um, going back down to my list here, uh, Valorant. Oh boy, how much I love this game. I I grew up playing Counter-Strike, playing CS:GO, everything like that. I grew up on Counter-Strike 1.6 and on up. So, Valorant and and then I I had my when Overwatch first dropped, that was all I played. I loved Overwatch. And now Valorant's here and it's the best of both worlds. It is Counter-Strike, it's Overwatch in one beautiful game feels great to play the movement's solid the abilities are super cool mm-hmm. um grinding ranked is something i love uh off off uh off air chad and i kind of had a conversation about this i think it was earlier today um i am a big fan of competitive progression and in any in any form so it can be in a game like valorant uh league of legends even though i don't i don't really play league mobas aren't really my thing uh, Overwatch, uh, back in like the Halo three days, grinding to level fifty, uh, things like that. Good like times. I, I, I love it. That uh, I love ranked competitive progression systems. I love the risk of losing and the reward of winning. I just love all of that. Um, super excited to see what they do next with the game. They've been really strong with the content, both on the skin side and the actual content side with maps and and. Um, and uh, new heroes, agents, um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a great time. Uh, you know what? I've actually never got to level fifty in Halo. It's it's hard. It's yeah. 
hard to get there. It was a lot of video game. Yeah, even when I was like super heavy into Halo, um, I just never made it all the way to fifty, which bums me out. Yeah, it was it was tough, man. I mean, that was the fir- that was like the first that was my first taste, at least to like an actual Elo system where like losing will drop you and everything like that. Not, oh man, I I remember getting that first taste of it. and I was like, that's all I want to do. Skip school, <laughs> clan the bug. I I remember two things. I, I when I skipped school to play, and my dad would go to work. And I knew his schedule well enough to know, like, all right, I need to, when I skip school, I got to skip it this time, go home, grind. I need to be out of the house before he gets home and then act like I'm walking back home and just get right back to it, dude. I was Absolutely. A, I was a shithead, but it was worth it. It wasn't. Yeah. Um, okay. I believe you. I believe you. Yeah. Valorant's been a great time. Super excited. If anybody ever out, out there is uh, super competitive and they're in like the... Uh, high gold area and want to play, hit me up. We can do it. Milton the Great on Twitter. I'll play with you for sure. Uh, the other thing I've been uh, digging my teeth into more and more as w- when I have downtime between competitive games is uh, FF14, uh, online the MMO. Uh, I'm currently like level 41 or something like that. Um, the, the main story quest is just a great time. And I've talked about this with multiple people multiple times but Final Fantasy has always done one thing really well and that's mix a single player RPG and then put a shell of an MMO around it and they it works flawlessly flawlessly it's, it's so good it's so good um this just the way it goes back and forth and then like the, you know the main story quest will lead to getting things like dungeons and then you'll go from that to like you follow your main story quest to get your mount it's all really well thought out they just do a really good job with it and they make you feel like a part of the world and make you feel important and it's been a great time so i'm going to continue absolutely i made final fantasy really heavy for a long time i kind of stopped once Uh, some stuff happened but it's uh it's hands down besides my uh our time in the wild star world which was just oh, yes rest in peace rest in peace uh, uh, but final fantasy 14 is probably my favorite mmo i've ever played yeah it was it was just such, it's such a good time music's fantastic too i just the story man it's so it's freaking well. my my biggest issue with the story and this is my gripe. I remember I got into an argument with the Twitch viewer over it. <laughs> Not an argument. We had a difference. But, uh, like, Alpha no. I for the, for the life of me, I'm like, why am I following this child everywhere? <laughs> yeah. Like, I why mean, is he just dragging me along? Like, hey, let's go. Okay, you realize I saved the world, right? I'm literally <laughs> the warrior of light. I don't, I can just go. I don't need you there. I can just go to the thing. And he's yeah, always he, like, let's go. He's, he. There, he later later in the story at least i've heard that he gets a lot better as far as like being more than just like somebody that drives the plot um because right now yeah this, where i'm at in the story it definitely feels that way he's like he's here to make the story go forward and it kind of makes him less of a character that's kind of more annoying but it's still fine he he has he still has great moments great lines uh that i really enjoy uh I kind of wish, like, I don't mind that my character doesn't talk, but I kind of wish he was voiced. I think that would be cool. Like, 
you know, just kind of like how they did in Mass Effect. Like you hire a female voice actor, you sound, she sounds like this. Male voice actor sounds like this, and that's just there's just two of them, and it's what the the only issue where they run into that one is that uh, if you're if you're they want you to be more the way they put you they want you to be more connected to the for sure to the I, character. I totally get it. I totally yeah. get it. Yeah, yeah, because well, with Shepard's like you're you're playing Shepard like regardless of all the stuff for you sure. do to him, you're playing Commander Shepard. What this one, like your character's one hundred percent you. Yeah. Which I which I understand, but I also agree that I would like him to talk. If only to say, "Go away from me, Alpha." No, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> but um, other than that, I uh, finally got my Rift installed again, and I've been playing a ton of VR. Um, been playing things like Population One, the uh, Battle Royale, uh, which is a ton of fun. Nothing like T posing in the middle of my uh, office and flying and gliding around. Um, playing some, uh, I think it's called Walkabout Mini Golf, and they're actually getting ready to hold a tournament in that. So I got to get my strokes up, you know what I mean? Get practicing. Uh, great mini golf game. Me, me and our buddy uh, Dalgan, we play that. Tyler, we play that all the time. Um, and today I was playing some Rec Room and found out that some people made uh, a custom basketball mode and a custom baseball mode. And I'm not even gonna lie to you, I was in there working some like 11 year olds okay (laughs) i'm not even i'm not even a little bit shamed about it like they were first of all they were cursing they were saying like fuck you and stuff when i would strike them out wow what yeah yeah get your get get your parents on put the headset on (laughs) you like i'll strike her out too i'll strike your mom out too i don't care i mean there's there's no easy buckets man i'm not holding back as a child is playing access denied access to the denied to the rim at all times but um, yeah, I've been playing stuff like that. Um, uh, I, I really want to get into. I'm thinking about picking up. Um, uh, oh my goodness, why is I'm why am I blanking on it? Uh, it's it's one of the premier games. It's not Half Life Alex, but there's another premier one. Why am I just I, I I don't know. But there is a premier VR game that I've been wanting to pick up, uh, and I, I think I'll pick it up soon. Just a right on. Have that AAA uh, experience because I, I definitely want want that. I've played a lot of the AA stuff like Pavlov, super popular. I've been playing that, um, which is kind of like a Counter Strike clone in VR. And they actually did like a big like war update and added tanks and stuff like that too. So it's that's really cool too. Um, but yeah, there's a there's some stuff out there. I've been ready to try. There's also a tabletop game called Demio. I think it's how it's pronounced. And you could basically set up like a DM versus players thing and like actually play D and D. It's oh, that's it's, pretty dope. Yeah, it looks really cool. Very expensive D and D game though. Everybody's gonna have VR in the game. Yeah, I mean it is, but it could still be really cool. The, but, um, wait, yeah. is it like a board, or is it is it like or do the things actually happen it's, it's, to you? The character. It's a it's a mix. Okay. So it's like tabletop and a video game. It's it's really cool. Interesting. I'll look it up. Uh, but now we're going to move into what the show's all about. Some news from last week. We're going to talk about a couple of things we saw uh, today, or not today, but you know throughout this week. A uh, little some smaller stuff. Um, but let's let's just start here with the first uh, article from last week. Here, uh, Nintendo tells ROM Universe. To destroy all games or else. Uh, this is coming from an article at uh, Kotaku here. Um, this was written by uh, Zach 
uh, Zuizen. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing your name wrong. I apologize. Uh, but make sure to check out the article over on Kotaku. Um, basically, uh, ROM Universe, uh, they where folks could download, you know, pirated copies of all your favorite Nintendo games, uh, was sued uh, back in May uh, for $2.1 million Jesus. by Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I think, and, not, and to break a little side piece here, I think the reason, and Kotaku mentions it in the article, uh, it says here, ROM Universe, a website where folks could download pirated copies of various Nintendo games and even pay a premium for faster downloads. I think that's where Nintendo's really hammering down on this dude. Uh, because one, for a lot, there's, there's always going to be and forever have been ROM sites to download these right. old games or people are making their own and things like that. But this guy's profiting off of it, and that's a that's a no no. no. Absolutely, <laughs> and I can fully understand. Considering, first of all, Nintendo's history with this sort of deal, for sure, I fully understand. I mean, I I don't, I just wouldn't with anything Nintendo. I just absolutely because Nintendo goes harder for their IPs than any than anybody that I know about. But to, I mean, yeah, bro, you're 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 basically you're not even like really reselling. Like you're almost, it's almost like the guy who makes, um, they used to make like mix CDs for you. Yeah, like he, yeah. and cause like, you just have to buy the song once, but you're going to sell the song a hundred times. I can understand right. their, uh, their fury on this one for sure. And this is, this is the best part about this article. And I'm just going to, I'm going to read this next section here. Sure. Rom universe was, uh, first sued by Nintendo back in 2019 for what lawyers called, uh, brazen and mass scale infringement. Uh, Nintendo won that lawsuit in May and was awarded a $2.1 million in damages, which would be paid by ROM Universe owner Matthew Storman in monthly in $50 monthly payments. Imagine having to pay 50 bucks for the rest of your life monthly to Nintendo. I'm actually uh, curious how long that would have taken. Go ahead. If you, if, if you want to do the math while I read the rest of this. I'll do it. Go ahead. Uh, at least in theory. However, in July, Nintendo returned to court after Storman failed to make his first $50 payment. This man got off the hook for only needing to make $50 payment increments, and he didn't even make the first one. In order to pay the entire $2.1 million, Monthly by paying fifty bucks, he would have to. He would. Have, it would take him thirty five hundred years. <laughs> uh, he's got to that. pay that off. That's you. And you already know this is gonna fall on somebody else in the family. That's gonna be great. Um, Secure so, the bag. I'm. I'm impressed. Yeah, for sure. So the game uh, continuing on. Uh, the game publisher requested a permanent injunction against Stormin as it feared he might be willing to bring the site back online. And now there's more. As spotted by Torrent Freak. The judge now granted Nintendo's injunction after taking another look at the case and ongoing actions of Stormin. The court has now ordered Stormin to, per- and I quote, permanently destroy all unauthorized Nintendo games or other unauthorized copies of Nintendo's intellectual, 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 in, in, oh, wow, intellectual property, <laughs> including movies, books, and music. Uh, the judge has given Stormin until August 17th 
2021 to comply and until August 20th to file a declaration with the court verifying he has followed the judge's orders. Um, this is I'm so just gonna, wild. I'm just going to go romuniverse.com. Let's see if he's done it. The site can't be reached. Well, right, All right, right. fair enough. My internet's actually really bad right now, so let me check if he's actually... I wonder um, how much money he was making off the website um, at its peak. And for them to only charge him 50 bucks a month, well, I guess since they were also... If they, if they have him take it down, then he doesn't have that income anymore, so they couldn't even I, go off that. So that's um, interesting. Now, I don't know... Now, when I search it on Google... The first one that comes up instead of ROM universe is ROMs with an S universe. <laughs> it says, welcome to the brand new website that equips you with all the tools you need to indulge in video game classics. Of uh, I, I don't know. Is that malicious him. compliance? That sounds like malicious compliance. I don't know if it's him. But <laughs> That's also true. It could just be someone just co-opting the name and they're yeah. not in trouble. And they also used a VPN so they're not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am just ousting them. But no, no, but yeah. uh, this is getting sent directly to yeah. I don't know how to it's directly to the president. I'm gonna send it to Reggie. He's no longer works there. Yeah, it's it'll, it'll get there. He'll, he'll, he'll get it he'll get it where it belongs. He'll get it where it needs to um, be. Um I, I I since this happened back on the seventeenth that he had to comply by the twentieth, I wonder what the outcome was. I wonder um where he's gonna be. But uh yeah, that man can't catch a break. Um. Yeah, he's been like bar. According to the article here, he's been barred from using anything uh, Nintendo related, uh, including trademarks or Yeesh. logos. He's he's I mean, he's done. So this is what this is just what happens when you um, lock horns or well, yeah, the lock horns. It just cross the path of Nintendo. Like I said before, Nintendo is notorious um, for how they uh, protect their IPs. And if you're going to do anything, even if it's innocent, even if it's like just they, they cancel Smash Brothers tournaments where people who play the game try to get together, host tournaments and like, you know, be a part of that community. They can't they make people stop those things. They're they're very, very, very protective of their brand. So um, I don't necessarily think it's if it was right or wrong. I might get it like Nintendo created it. It's their property. They can do what they want to with their property. For sure. For sure. Um, but I'm also like, uh, I mean, it's, I guess I have to be personal. I don't, just overall, like, it's their property. They can protect it how they want to. Um, so I, I don't really fault Nintendo for this. Uh, and then Nintendo's been pretty decent over the years, like, also making their better. games available um, as well. Oh, and just for, yeah, they have gotten better. Uh, but I'm talking about just making their older games available. Yeah. Like, I'm, I got to play my favorite game of all time, which is Yoshi's Island on the SNES and it's and it's like as long as you have access to their Nintendo internet thing, I forgot what it's called. Online you can you, online. yeah and just Nintendo online. Yeah. Uh you can play I can play that game over and over again. And I did. I played it while I was at work. <laughs> just like uh, in between phone calls and you you just play it. So hot, hot, uh, hot take that you're not allowed to respond to, but I think that game sucks. Continuing on <laughs> <laughs> we'll move I on play, to live our extra stories here. Go ahead. Sure, sure. No, I just said I beat that game like uh, like a I've beaten that game more times than any other game I've ever played. It's probably four or five at this point. 
That's a that's a lot. I, I just I, I I I should be honest. I don't think the game's bad. I I just cannot stand the art style. I know a lot of people love it. I it's it's just fair. not for me. It's okay. I think I think it's a cool art style, but for the time, even at the time, like I played it when I was a kid, and I didn't like it then. So hmm. it's just it never grew on me or anything. So I couldn't get into it. But um, going into our first extra story here, Hassan Piker buys a home, and people are really mad about it. I really did not understand this story. Go ahead and give them the context. Yeah, I'm going to give some context here. Uh, Hassan uh, Piker uh, on Twitch, he um, let people know that he bought a nice like $2.7 million home in West Hollywood where they cost $2.7 million. And, uh, I'm assuming like a baby home over there. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, and so many people are mad about this cause he's, he's very much a quote unquote socialist in, uh, as far as his political views. And that's, he, he talks a lot on politics and things like that. They watch all the debates. That's what his channel is. And it's surprisingly civil discussion for the most part. Like obviously people come in there and try to go crazy, but he is very much, you know, even keeled and will listen to people and give his takes and everything like that. And he does a pretty good job. I, I appreciate what he does for helping people learn how to properly talk about politics on Twitch. Um, but yeah, so many people are mad about this. Um, and there, uh, one of the, one of the tweets that went out is, um, where, where was it at here? Uh, yeah, uh, on Twitter, uh, Alexis Isabel said, I don't know, man, it's flat out unethical to be profiting off of socialism and buying yourself a $3 million home in a state that has one of the highest homelessness rates in the country. This story is just so ridiculous. I don't, I don't understand this tweet. And I don't, I don't understand how, he think, how people think he's profiting off socialism. That's just his view. He's not saying... I'm socialist. I'm right. Give me money. This is his viewpoint. He speaks it. People tend to agree with him and people support him and his takes on Twitch. That's where he makes his money. Absolutely. And, and if he's think, able to go ahead. Oh, no, just, uh, just talking about, cause I really, I really, I'm trying to figure out a way to frame this where I'm not trying to like be pro or con cause it's obviously not what sure. we're here to discuss. Um, but uh, one thing I can't say for certain that under, uh, like socialism, I think that I think a lot of people have this idea that like nobody is like everybody is like living like super modestly, and then or like everyone's like a, a two bedroom house or whatever, and then like nobody's really making that much money. And I, mean, I don't really agree with that. And also, I don't, and I also don't agree that two point one million dollars is in the grand scheme of things a lot of money absolutely a lot more than i have absolutely a lot more than i probably ever will ever have and like said one thing but like when we're talking about like I, i'm okay with a 2.1 millionaire um uh, and and then like you can still be like mad that someone has like 2.1 billion dollars for sure for sure so um but either but not getting i'm sorry i really was trying to avoid because uh it is but like just in general i don't think they am to buy him buying a 2.1 million dollars negates his entire stance nor do i think like why are y'all mad about this right because here, here's here's the thing like when you buy a home 
no matter the cost, it's an asset. Absolutely. It adds to your net worth, right? So like, and I think that's lost on a lot of people. And to be fair, it's going to be lost on a lot of the stream audience or the Twitch audience because they're younger. They probably don't own a home or they probably live in an apartment and don't really understand how equity really works. And that's perfectly fine. Um, but if this man is able to buy this home and live within his means and this allow, and he's still comfortable, this isn't unethical. Not even a little bit. It also just doesn't, I just, I just be very clear. It does not negate, uh, his, any of his viewpoints from buying something that costs a lot. For sure. Look at all the people prior to last, the last election prior to Biden becoming president that were so pro, um, uh oh my god i'm forgetting people's names uh bernie sanders okay they were so pro bernie sanders you think he's not living well oh yeah as a matter of fact that was like a whole thing where they thought where they found out bernie sanders owned like more than one house is worth oh, a few million no. dollars oh no <laughs> this man hey. is able to take care of his income like, come Wait, on, man. This is not a, few, a real talking point right now. No, it isn't. And also it's a few things where he's, um, <coughs> oh, wow, I completely spaced on what I was going to say. But uh, And just in general, man, I just, I don't, I don't understand. Oh, it was the, something happened similar with um, another streamer. Uh, I mean, Nez, uh, what's that girl's name? Nez something. I am not sure. Unfortunately, we're we just talking about her. Oh, that loser, Nico. That's what Nez. I don't know who Nez go. Oh, Nez. Nez, Nez is another TikToker, but Nico, lol. Um, recently, she's like I forget what team she joined. I want to say what's that one? One hundred thieves. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but she has made a lot of money, especially over the last year or two, and she bought a new like two point something yep million dollar like apartment. I don't know where. It's a crazy, crazy, beautiful spot. But they get like so up in arms about her because she's also very like socialist and leaning. And, and then and she, she had the, well, she's the okay boomer chick, right? And yes. she did, she's the vote for Bern, uh, babes for Bernie or whatever it was. Like, that that was, was that a thing? Yeah, that was, was her. Babes yeah. for, fair enough. Hey, either or, that, yeah. either or, I just find this kind of ridiculous that people got up in arms because this right, is bro. very misplaced. Um, yep. Because it's just very skewed, and it's not in the. I just found it. So shout out to, um, uh, Hassan Pike Piker. Is it Piker? Piker. Piker. Okay. Shout out to Hassan Piker. Congratulations on your new house. Congratulations, Thanks. and you know, on your continued success and all that yeah, stuff. Keep winning, and, man. And keep and hopefully you don't disappoint me here soon with saying something dumb. <laughs> right. Is, yeah. 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 Which is how these things typically operate. But you know, I just found it's kind of ridiculous. So I wanted. To, for sure. Even if it does go the opposite way, it's ridiculous to feel like that him choosing to live within his means is a problem. It's yes. it has nothing to do with anything. Absolutely. Uh, moving on. Uh, last week, uh, Hub World was announced. Uh, this is a uh, indie Nintendo Direct-like thing, not hosted by Nintendo in any way, but it's set up like a Direct. They call it Hub World Direct, uh, where they show... Um, uh, they're going to show off 3D platformers. It's a 3D platformer showcase. Uh, and uh, you'll see we got some trailers playing here in the background. Uh, but these are going to be 3D platformers shown off um, on August 29th, I believe is the date. Uh, I'm not sure what time. Um, but it'll. they're going to show 
Um, <laughs> I don't know how if they have a number on games yet, but they they've already gave, given us some that are going to be there. Which is, one's called Frogun, uh, Hell Pie, Demon Turf, Billy Bust Up, Radventure, and Peeb Adventures. Um, all indie games, all 3D platformers, and there's going to be many more. I'm just going to, uh, I still just want to pull over on Rad Venture, which, like, <laughs> like it's a, it's, it just screams, I, I don't know, man, it just gives such an old school vibe to name your main character uh, Rad Venture, which is very clearly a play on words, the name, or to the to sure. Adventure, but it's like, but overall, I was actually watching the trailer and I was uh, pretty impressed with the uh, gameplay. But um, I did, I didn't get to read this article. So this is like a new like thing they're gonna be doing in general, or um, I don't know if it's gonna be a monthly thing or a yearly thing. But it it says on their Twitter next event August 29th. So this okay. could very well mean that they're going to have multiple or have had multiple. I am not sure. Um, also, as they also have a YouTube or Twitch <laughs> channel. So yeah, this is probably something that's going to be something that they're, super that they're going to be doing over and over, which is great, absolutely. Especially Nintendo using a uh, their giant platform to showcase indie developers because and then putting them on their store. Yeah. Now this has nothing to do with Nintendo. Oh, that is a Nintendo event. No, no, it's but it's it's modeled in the same way a Nintendo Direct. Oh, is. I miss I misheard. My apologies. So right. So this hub world's completely separate, and see, yep, this is doing this to support. Yep. Which okay, I mean, even so, probably a smaller platform, but equally still, that I think anything to get indie developers like press because there are a lot of great concepts when it comes to indie games. Um, and if you're like watching us right now, that's a one out for the uh, the de- not not demon turf hell pie, um, which I which looks rather great. It's like you're a little demon child, and you have a little chair up straight to a chain that you drag along with you, which I think is pretty dope. But uh, there's a lot of great indie uh, games and developers that just need their game like they just need people to know about their no, games. Yep, notice it. And, and then and which is and for uh, platforms like Steam and Epic, which have a lot of great games, especially a lot of AAA titles. Sometimes you can get lost in the sauce. Um just uh because there's just so many other things. Yeah. Um sure. and, and I think things like this and then um um Steam's uh Q Discovery Q uh the free games that Epic gives away pretty much like multiple times a month. These things just getting their games in front of people and getting these little because I think indie developers um, have done a, a tremendous job over the last few years of just putting together just great content. When AAA studios um, have just been some often disappointing. <laughs> for sure, for sure, and they, ever since uh, basically E three got canceled, right? Like in everything went completely online. E three wasn't canceled, but they had to reform and everything like that. There's actually been a ton of direct-like um, presentations that have popped up for indie games. There was uh, Mother Direct, which was all about Earthbound. Um, there was also Wholesome Games Direct, which ha- apparently had over 50 games. Uh, all, all all indie games. Um, and then obviously we see other uh, platforms adopting the Nintendo Direct style, like uh, Sony State of Play and things like that. So... Um, I definitely think this is going to be the way people start getting content out there. I think the, we're going to start seeing these, you know, smaller direct like uh, 
presentations happen and we're going to see a lot more of these indie games take off and show off, uh, get shown off a little more. And it's, it's only good for the culture, right? Like it's only good for the scene. So no negative impact here. And it's, it's dope. And the games look awesome. So Um, I I fully agree. I like, I mean, don't get me wrong. E3 was a, is a lot of fun to watch and to be a part of like the whole experience, all the different games, all the different showcases, albeit, it was some frustrating elements where obviously the game showed the gameplay showed at almost every E3 like event was always super scripted and sure. hard to do. Yeah. Like if you're gonna do that, but regardless of that, I like the idea, especially in a world where we're becoming more and more at home, um, and then wanting things beamed directly to us while we're doing things. I remember watching one E3 at work and just because like I couldn't be bothered to be like at home, like I just had things to do or yeah. and. Um, and I will never, and E3 for the longest time was dev or developer, developer only, industry only. Um, so the fact that um, one, then they, they opened it to uh, streaming and then eventually opened it to the public. I think it's just a great, like you just said, awesome for the culture in general. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, this is super cool. I hope they keep it going. I'm excited to see more of it. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I definitely think I'm going to check out uh, the game that's on screen right now. I don't remember which one this is, but it's like the 3D platformer, but everything looks 2D. This I, is I um, Demon Turf. Demon Turf, yeah. This looks so sick. I really love the art style. Uh, I'm definitely going to be checking that one out. And I would have never known about this if it uh, wasn't it, for an event like this. Yeah, Demon Turfs yeah. is made by Fabraz, F-A-B-R-A-Z-Z. Um, I yeah, don't know if he has like a <laughs> Fabraz. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't know if um he has a team behind him because it's from just from looking at this, it might just be the one. Oh no, no, because there's two people right there on the screen. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but um, I'm very clearly a small studio, but in, like this art style is incredibly. It, it's sort of giving me like a 3D or a um, third-person Sludge Life vibes. I don't know if you guys played that game, which is another great uh, indie game. Uh, but overall, I think it looks uh, interesting. I'll, I don't know if I'll play it. We'll see. I see what it looks like closer to the... Uh, actually, looking more at the trailer, Sludge Life meets like a like a Persona. Like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of uh, persona yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it looks awesome, for sure. But um, yeah, moving on here... Uh, which one was that hub world? Cool. Uh, we'll jump back down to the extra stories here. Uh, game stack, game stack, game pass stacked in August. Um, and we're almost finished with August now. So obviously this is coming a little late, but if you guys do not know, uh, game pass is riddled with great games. Um, where's the article here? So I could open it up. Um, Mm -hmm. This this month alone, we had Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Battlefront 2. Um, just dropped was 12 minutes, uh, recompiled, Train Sin World, where Chad was fired multiple times because multiple he couldn't get times. the train out of the station. Uh, one time, he, we didn't mention, though, he also couldn't get people on the train. <laughs> Because he went to. Oh man, I went. I, it was funny because the back of the, the very back of the train was just past it. I was just too far for anybody to get on it. Frankly, I should just kept going. For being honest. Yeah, who needs who needs who needs passengers? Um, I mean, they already. Paid I t- I typically don't. Yeah, the tickets already paid. They're already in yeah. the station. Yeah, we won. But um, twenty fifth, uh, Psychonauts two 
is Which, coming out. Uh, I cannot believe Psychonauts 2 is finally <laughs> right. at the finish line. When does... Uh, I'll look it up while you keep talking. But For like, sure. Um, one, I, I wanted to talk about Psychonauts in general because this actually leads on to another thing that happened. A little while back, there was a lot of uproar because Psychonauts put out a tweet around... Some, and I'm going to paraphrase because I don't remember exactly and I don't have it pulled up. Saying, hey, if you beat the game on easy mode, you beat the game. And the gaming world was set ablaze by people who just did not agree and said, if you beat a game with the invincibility mode, which Psychonauts will have, you didn't actually beat the game. You don't experience the story the same. It's not nearly as compelling, blah, blah, blah. And just for the record, all of you people who talk like that and think like that, you're wrong. You're wrong. For, um, uh, context psychonauts the original psychonauts came out in 2005 not that long ago that was like no, this year. yeah but, um, um but yes i just go before we skip get on to that one psychonauts 2 agree um is this game i've been waiting for a long time if you haven't played the original i highly suggest it and they even did a vr uh game actually not too long ago like a little vr story which i watched and it looked great uh but we'll finish the uh I think there's only one more. Well, I guess I like, just missed is left on this list yep. as well. Mist is coming out. Um, I Which, think it's just a remake of the original. If, it, if it's a new game, cool. My dad loved Mist growing up. What is My, with old people and Mist, bro? I did not was, get that was, all that was around, bro. It was, it was Mist and Microsoft Link's Golf, dude. That was it. That's it was so. Had. I just remember <laughs> trying to play this game, and my little child, Marcus, when did it even come out originally? But just like. My little kid brain trying to figure out this ridiculous <laughs> freaking game. The entire game's a puzzle, yeah. And yeah, but uh, no, I did not care for Mist over in general. Uh, but yeah, amazing list. I, I, like we already talked about it, I already played 12 minutes. Fantastic game. Uh, Train, Sim World, Train Sim World, if you like Sim games, I will admit it's a, it's a good looking game. It ran real smooth, so I don't really know. I didn't get too into it because obviously I kept getting fired, but like, great. <laughs> Um, Need for Speed. If you're a racing game, uh, Need for Speed or a racing like fan, Need for Speed has consistently put out just dope games. And I heard, wait a minute, Heat was the one where you're like you were like a fugitive or something, right? Am I, th- am I thinking something different? Uh, I believe so. It like had a story. Apparently, it wasn't good. No, oh, really? No, yeah, nobody. Oh, nobody fair enough. For it. Uh, so they put you against cities rogue police as you batter your way into the streets of them. So every racing, under street racing game. Um, Humankind is a 4X game I've heard I've heard good things about. Um, one of our friends is actually going to play us. So I'll ask him more about it, but I'm not a giant 4X player. Um, but overall, same. oh wait, and then um, uh, just to add to this, because at the bottom here, the game games that are leaving Game Pass by in the year, Blair Witch game. Uh, Double Kick Heroes, NBA 2K21, and Stranger Things 3, the game. But uh, overall, these games, these additions are fantastic. Um, 12. Psychonauts, honestly, could have been all they added this entire month, and I would have been happy. Yep. Um, but um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, um, another fantastic game. Battlefront 2 um, is a... You know what? I can't speak for gameplay. Visually, it's probably the best... Um, it's very pretty. Star Wars. It's very beautiful. Like it, like if you didn't have a HUD um, and you're just watching, you would probably think it was a movie set uh, if somebody was running it because I've seen gameplay. But overall, if you don't have Game Pass, um, I suggest you uh, 
pick it up because it's honest. If you want a a wide breadth of games for a small price point, um, Game Pass probably has at least one game for you, and you're probably going to pay less to pay to play the game and even probably beat it than you would if you bought it outright. That's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah, Game Pass continues and will always and forever will be <laughs> the greatest deal in gaming. Uh, My only critique on it is that not every game on it, like it's like a, it's it's a lot of games. Not every game I will, I personally want to play, but it's more of a. I think it's a great deal because it'll probably have something for you, just from the sure. uh, yeah. just from the uh, how many different games there are. So check it out, and then if you have never played it before, you're likely to be able to get a free trial for like a I think not free trial, like a dollar trial yep. to play all their games. So check it out. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Um, and we're going to move on to another uh, extra story here. We're going to go right into the Call of Duty sure. Vanguard one here. Uh, you added this to the list, so I'm assuming you have a lot to say about oh, Call of Duty Vanguard. I actually don't. Nothing negative, anyway. I only, I only added it because it was probably one of the... Uh, as far as game announces this week, it was probably the biggest announcement Um out of all of them, because obviously Call of Duty, major uh, franchise uh, that uh, they release every single year. Yeah. Um, one of the in one way between are they still doing the split between um, uh, Treyarch and? Yeah, this one is being made by a Sledgehammer. Okay. I Sledgehammer. I actually don't know those guys. Who's Sledgehammer? Uh, I don't remember which all ones they've made, but they've made multiple Call of Duties. I got you. You see how little I play. I don't play Call of Duty games. However, um, the entire trailer, if you're watching right now, um, we're playing it on the stream, but the entire trailer has been made with the in-game engine. It looks, it looks honestly very, like very freaking good. Yeah. They, they have always been at the top when it comes to like graphical fidelity for sure. Um, zero gameplay elements. So we can't, we're not going to talk about that, but um, it'll play in like general. I'm interested. One thing I will admit, I enjoy playing Call of Duty's um, campaigns. Sure. Yeah. Um, I like just in general, it's just fun to play. like when it gets to PVP, I kind of get like this is the same thing over and over again. What I do find the most interesting out of this one is that this game is being released. And again, we talked about this um, off stream, but this game is being released. It's a World War II um call of duty and battlefield is doing another futuristic with 2042 uh shooter to and historically these two franchises have released periods like period uh the the game the games are always set in the time period if future they always go future if it's past they both go past um um so this or i guess historical past is kind of a weird way to put that but uh this this is the first year i believe that they're one is releasing one in the future the other one at a and so I'm interested to see how it's going to play out because it'd be the first time that I can think yeah. of has been like ex- um, noticeably different as far as the franchise go. Yeah. Even sure. with all that, even with all that being said, it's Call of Duty. You know what you're going to get. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I, I, you're definitely right. I think um, when, once Call of Duty took over as like the biggest shooter in the world, right? It, it was it was definitely everybody chasing. Right. It was. It was Battlefield wanting to make, you know, other modern games to match them and kind of compete. Medal of Honor started making a modern game and it failed completely. So, oh, man, um, which is funny because they were made by the same studio uh, from originally. Like, Medal of Honor was like the shooter. Yeah. And then Call of Duty, just whatever reason, took it over. 
And I remember playing the original Call of Duties on PC before they even came to consoles. And I played the multiplayer in both Call of Duty, uh, Call of Duty 2, uh, the expansion for Call of Duty 2, United Defensive. And that, that was before, again, it being the biggest shooter in the world. Because at the time, the biggest shooters in the world were Counter-Strike and Halo. Shout out to my... To all my Halo yeah. fans out there. No, we're going to hear a lot um, about Halo on this show. Oh, yes, you will. Um, but the big thing is, uh, then, like, Battlefield like 2 was a thing, and that was a modern game. And now we're seeing Battlefield 5 um, is going with that modern slash, like, a little past modern. I don't know what they call that. Um, it's not future, but, like, it's modern. It's like modern fantasy, I guess. Oh, know. that's why I'm confused. You said Battlefield Five and not Battlefield 2042. Oh yeah, 2042. Yeah. I'm like, what? Battlefield Five was definitely. <laughs> Whatever one it is. Yeah, Battlefield nah. 2042. My bad. Um, no, nah, it, It's not like set. It, it's obviously in the future, but it's like a fantasized future. Like it's still right. Very grounded. You're still using M16s or M4s or AKs, but like there's like robo dogs. There's turrets you could drop down things like that this you could shoot people with a dart and heal them like there's all kinds of little neat stuff you could do um but it's um a different uh it's definitely a different experience to see what they're doing i think what it is here now is you have two games that are going back to their roots um battlefield 1942 while it was world war ii is it what really blew up for Battlefield? Battlefield 2 uh, blew up people playing Tarkin 24-7 and... Or, sorry, Karkin 24-7 and uh, other maps like that. Battlefield 2 was massive. That's the Battlefield that a lot of people played. Like, I played 1942. My dad played 1942. But my dad lived in Battlefield 2 when it came out. And so did I. And so did so many people I know. Um, and then, obviously, Call of Duty... Uh, while they blew up with, at least on console, when they finally came to console, they blew up with Call of Duty Modern Warfare. This is them truly going back to their roots here. Um, and I think it's going to be cool. Um, it's going to be an interesting year for Call of Duty, given what Activision Blizzard's going through right now. Um, I know a lot of people are... I've seen a lot of posts like, hey, they should delay this because of all the accusations and everything that's coming out with blizzard activision but it's just like hey man these devs still have jobs they still have to work um you may not agree with everything happening in active mm -hmm. activision blizzard and i hope you don't but <laughs> at the same time these people have jobs this is their livelihood um the call of duty machine continues and they will continue to churn out games we'll continue to see games like overwatch 2 while all this is getting fixed we're seeing we're seeing people leave being forced out of Activision Blizzard. And let's hope that continues and let's hope we get somewhere good. And let's Absolutely. hope that, you know, this leads to, you know, better games overall. You know what I mean? Let's let's hope that this is the best Call of Duty or the Call of Duty after this is the best Call of Duty ever made. Let's hope oh. that Overwatch 2 is insane. Let's hope that World of Warcraft makes a, just a triumphant return, right? Let's We want that to happen. Absolutely. But it's it, also, we got to get, get the bad seeds out of there for sure. I also find it kind of dope. I'm looking at an article, the article on IGN. They actually posted at the top that Activision Blizzard's current is currently facing serious ongoing allegations of harassment and that like a thing. So respect that. Uh, uh, and one other thing, if you're on the fence about it, 
because I, I mean, I still wouldn't spend money at a company, but there was a dev that actually answered the question on how they should act on regards to the allegations and supporting their games. And uh, they said they want to buy the games. They said they want people to buy the games. They worked very hard on it. I'll take that for what you want. I still yeah. would not give Activision any my money because I know if I even for if sure. I bought the game. But moving on from that heavy part and uh, look at uh, look up all the stuff on Activision Blizzard um, that you want. Uh, in this in this Call of Duty, uh, the best part and the only reason I would even consider it is that uh, Laura Bailey is in this game. <laughs> and if you don't know who Laura Bailey is, uh, choke. But Laura Bailey wow. is absolutely amazing. And the fact that she, you do, no, no, I'm kidding. I'm sorry, I was extreme. I'm just a big fan of her voice work and a big fan of her as in general. Uh, anybody who's ever seen Critical Role knows exactly what I'm talking about. But uh, anyway, that's the Ecology Vanguard. Uh, no, oh, released on November 5th for the PlayStation, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, S. Oh my God, what a, what a trash naming system. And PC. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's a trash naming system, but yeah, um, and yeah, it's gonna be. It's it'll probably be a good game. They usually are. It does suck that it you know it feels the same every year, but you know they they got a formula that works and they keep using it. So yeah, and it keeps selling in bunches. I want so. that to be a thing for like insulin, not video games. For sure. That's for sure. <laughs> but there, there's other nuance changes that need to happen there. Absolutely. And speaking, and speaking of nuance, kind of touching back on what you were talking about with devs and everything like that, that wants sure. to buy it. Uh, I have a couple friends who are who are devs on the Blizzard side, and they echo the same thing you, you found in articles, is that um, hey, we're, they're, they're all there tr- doing what they love to create games for people to love as well. Everything around it, they are totally against, and they want fixed, and we want the same. But the only way to keep these people, the the good people there, is to buy the games and support it the way you can, or support how you can. So if you're a streamer or an influencer or anything like that, and you've stepped away from Overwatch or WoW or anything like that, but you want to you want to play it, just play it. Like you're it's you're not in the wrong for playing a game you love because there's people out there who are making it that love it too so but if again if you're the type to vote with your wallet like chad then that's perfectly fine too so yeah i'm all i'm all for nuanced uh for sure nuanced stances on things there's certain things that i very clearly i i will not have a nuanced stance on um like something or things are very black and white but for this one your support of devs and your critique of the developer uh is absolutely something that I'm not going to call anybody out on. So do what you want. Absolutely. Um, but moving on, and speaking of the subject, uh, Apex Legends lead designer has been fired for racist, sexist comments. Um, this uh, comes from an article last week uh, by Ian Walker uh, at Kotaku. Um, Daniel Klein, uh, a lead game designer on Apex, Le- Apex Legends, was recently fired from his job at Respawn uh, after screenshots of an old blog posts of old blog posts and public conversations sh- surfaced uh, showing the, uh, the dev had both been making uh, sexist and racist comments. Um, good on, first of all, good on Respawn. Get him up out of there. This is the type of moves we need to make. It sucks we have to find out so late, but you know what? You saw it. You made the move, and that's what matters. Um, 
And it's not as simple as him stepping down from the role. He's gone. I think that's the important part. Uh, uh, for context, anybody who doesn't didn't see this, uh, the blog post was made back in 2007. Um, he has... Oh, okay, this... So he made the um, the apology. I guess this was found a long time ago, and this the the action was only just recently happened, where he was let go or fired or whatever. But the uh, he wrote the apology back on July twenty seventh, where it when it first came to light. Correct. Um, and uh, I didn't read the comments uh, fully. Uh, I, I I will I do have some. Uh, I don't know. If, if, I don't know if initially say I was triggered by it, but like when you compare. Africans uh, to animals. I I, I pretty right. much get inst- I instantly kind of see no, red. No, for sure, for sure. Like and, that's, and then it's the, and gross, one hundred percent. And then there's also um, I, and again I got to read the comments. I apologize for being underprepared for this part. But there's also there's also some some stuff here um, about women um, unable to make rational decisions and only uh, good for come in the eye, which. Okay. I feel like even if you were young, that's a weird thing to say. Well, well, and here's the thing. Speaking of being young, that's not the case. Right. Normally, we see, we see these things come to light, be it from devs, influencers, and everything like that from when they were really young and didn't know any better. This was from 2007, and Daniel Klein was 27 years old. Oh, yeah, 27. This man is not, he was not young when he made these comments. He he definitely knew better. Well, you would think he would know better. Um, like this, it was purposeful. Everything like that. He's a piece of shit and got what he deserved. <laughs> so, again, good on uh, respawn for getting people out of there. Um, it's just like we we got we gotta get anybody that has this kind of mindset. They gotta go. I don't care where you, what position you hold, where you hold that position, you need up out of there. Like it's, it's not okay. It's never been okay. It's it like grow, grow the fuck up. Let's, you know, treat everybody as adults and treat them as humans and respect one another because this is nonsense. It's the, uh, uh, I I don't know this guy's current actions. Um, uh, I. It's very likely he did all that stuff. I mean, very clearly because he was a lead game designer. So really, it's probably that none of these actions and before saw the appropriate level of not punishment, but like you know, a pushback or and consequences. There we go. Like the appropriate level of consequences, and he's seeing the consequences of his actions. I appreciate that he is, did not try to like slap it on the rug. He owned up to it. I'll give him that. I'll give the fact that he owned up to it. He made an apology. I don't, and, but like obviously, the best apology is change behavior. So we'll see what he does uh, moving forward. He's unlikely going to be super deterred from this. Apex is a giant game. Respawn is one of the best uh, studios in the game right now. He was a lead game designer, so he's probably—I don't really know salaries, but he's obviously very skilled um, to be a lead game designer on such a big game. Um, so we'll see moving forward. Um, I'm—I'm—I I'd also like. This is one of the one of the great and because also let me just actually no let me go back because uh, I also have my history of doing stupid stuff online. So I what what's important to and Milty will absolutely agree on me because he's one that kind of taught it to me is that your actions moving forward 
um, or was important. So uh, consequences have happened. Apology has happened. Now we'll just see what happens next. Right. You got a third step to make and you got, you have to make it and stick to it for sure. Absolutely. I, I, I am a firm believer, not in actually second chances, but in change. I believe things can change and people can too. So I, I, I don't necessarily think the man needs another chance at anything or anything like that, but you have to be better in order to earn a spot back in the field you want to be in or anything like that. So absolutely, you know, go out there, make, make the changes to yourself. And this goes to anybody out there, even on smaller shit than this. Like if you, like myself, I used to say things like retarded and things like that grow like growing up. I don't say that anymore. Like I grew from that. I I didn't know what it why it was so bad then. Years and years ago, I learned why it was. And it's never it's not a, it's not something I do anymore. And like there's so many things like that out there for everybody. And as long as you learn and grow, you can continue to succeed in anything. But you have to take the licks when they happen and learn. Simple as that. Absolutely. And then the final thing we're going to talk about. Our boy. Well, my boy. Jeff Mother and Keeley. <laughs> let us know that Saints Row will be at Gamescom. And he tweeted it with a picture that said, well, it's actually like a quick little gift. Of in the Saints Row world and it says rebooting. So it looks like we are getting a Saints Row reboot. And I'm pretty hyped. I wasn't now I'll be honest with you, I wasn't the, the kind of dude that sat down and beat every Saints Row, but I definitely uh dabbled in the games and hit people with dildo swords. It was a good time. I am in the opposite. I have played so the first one I've only beaten once. The first one was like the only one that's not available, like easily available to play again. But I've beaten two, three um is it four no it's two three and some i forget how many no it was four two three and four and i did i don't know if i no, i did finish uh get um out of hell and i i'm a big fan of the saints row series they every every game one and two are kind of not like basic but they're like a like a campy version of uh grand theft auto three, four, five, and then we'll be on that. I've just been, they just like, all right, we're just going to take the stops off and go crazy. I am, I, I'm <laughs> from my past. And we'll, again, we'll probably go over it. Well, um, I'm cautious on like anything before I actually see it. So while I'm excited for the Saints for the franchise in general, yeah. I don't need any new ones. Because the, the Saints World games are not, they, they've actually, to me, they've held up really well as far as just being fun like open world crime you're playing a criminal type thing um and but we'll see we'll see what what new spins um they're going to put i wonder if is it the same because he didn't mention a studio he just made a game comp so i wonder if it's the same uh, it's, studio. it's thq nordic uh so it's still oh, THQ. um is nordic still around or did thq okay yeah thq nordic is the the rebirth the phoenix that rose from thq's ashes um but one thing that was confirmed about this is that it actually is a complete reboot. It's not a remake of one, two, three, or four. Um, but they did not confirm if it will have the the five in the title. So they don't. We don't. There's no confirmation that it's Saints Row Five. But uh, they are rebooting the series. But they are also not remaking any of the games. So uh, we'll see what they do. Uh, Gamescom is uh, happening oh. this Wednesday. So we'll see it. It it is developed by Silver Volition. Right, which, in Deep Silver. 
Yeah, yeah. Which, and, um... Go ahead. Oh, and Deep Silver's... No, I'm just, I'm just reading that. that uh, so, developed by Deep Silver Volition, Deep Silver, uh, and then published by Deep Silver. So, well, Deep Silver and Volition combined to make a... I, I guess yes. didn't know that. Yes. Okay, Volition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Deep Silver Volition developed uh, Deep Silver themselves are publishing it. Yeah. But, uh, Which, yeah, this it's exciting news. Um, again, I... I never play them to completion or anything like that, but uh, like I'll hop in and have some fun. So hopefully the reboot makes me want to do more than that. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, I guess man. we should have talked about that. About we just mentioned it, but Gamescom is coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, G- Gamescom. Five days until Gamescom, guys. So Gamescom um, will be coming. Uh, if you know anything about Jeff Keeley, uh, Keeley, yeah, yep. Yep. I know anything about Jeff Keeley. He puts on amazing video game uh showcases and shows he is the uh creator of the video game awards uh creator and host he's still host yeah correct creator and host video game awards he just did what was the thing he just did uh uh, i forget what that event was called uh summer games fest yes summer games fest which was fantastic it was good um i gotta see ashley birch which she will I'm speaking to existence. We'll be a guest on this show at some point. <laughs> um, but Jeff Keeley, he makes amazing. So Gamescom is coming up. He produces amazing video game content. So I'm looking forward uh, to Gamescom and see what other it was Deep Silver or excuse me, Saints Row a reboot, um, and then whatever other games come out. So it should be a funky good time. Yep, and he's best friends with Hideo Kojima. So which, if there's any barometer for decent human being, facts besides like good with animals is Kidio Kojima like has you on his speed dial and puts you in his video games and puts like, you in his freaking video so him and Conan O'Brien yep. <laughs> I know we're good people yep but that is it for us I appreciate uh, all of you hanging out absolutely uh, shout out to anybody who watched this on Twitch and YouTube streams I want to give a personal for the first person I see said anything uh, our friend uh, Kenny Kenny yeah, G twenty fourteen. Uh thank you for being the first viewer and speaker. Hello to you as well. Um please check us out. We are currently streaming at twitch.tv slash milty the great. We'll probably get our own uh channel here soon. Uh you can follow either of us. You can follow him at Milty the Great on Twitter. And I am uh, a- AC Zero Shift uh on Twitter. Um, I don't have IG or anything like that, so don't worry about that. Uh, but check us out here next week. Um, we don't have a set schedule yet, so just be on the lookout. Follow us for the updates, and thank you very much for listening and watching. Yep, and as always, it's been a pleasure. Thank you again. Um, oh, and- real quick before we go, what is and- your what is your what is your blanket prediction for next week? Oh, Since yeah, we did talk about week. we were going to do that. Um, yeah, give me give me give me your random gaming prediction for next week. You you ready for this? Yeah, what is it? What's your gaming hot take? Halo Infinite release date at Gamescom. That's not even that's actually possible. I was expecting like impossible. I know. I know. Game, yeah. Um uh mine. Oh hmm, let's say something random. Uh by next week, uh, the game 12 Minutes will have a sequel called 13 Minutes. <laughs> next week. If it only took them 12 minutes to uh, make, uh, I, can't, I can imagine they have another week, they can bust out another one. 
pretty sure this that will, game was like will, seven years in development, by the way. Which will be starring. <laughs> um, which will be starring. <laughs> I was going to say another Spider Man character. I was going to say uh, Toby Maguire. Nice. nice. Toby Maguire. It's, it's, it's actually just a precursor to Spider Man. There you go. It's going to be Toby Maguire. It's going to have uh, Angelina Jolie. And uh, uh, let's just go with Mark Hamill. Yeah, because they're all they're all co-stars of the three. So yeah, and Angelina Jolie, Mark Hamill, and uh, Tobey Maguire will be starring in thirteen minutes. Yep. Tune in next week to find out who's correct. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII remake part two. Uh, oh, that's right. Final Fantasy VII has not finished, is it? No, it's only been part one. Oh, okay. And Legend of Dragon. Oh, gross. Past. Wow. Uh, but again, thanks for hanging out, guys. It's always a pleasure. We will make mm-hmm. this, again, this will be a weekly thing. Um, when the days it comes out and the days we're live is kind of varied right now until life makes that easier, but it will always be once a week. And again, when you come in next week, we'll be talking about this week. And can't yeah. wait to see you there. Copy that. Thanks, guys. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review wherever you can. Please check us out on our website at vgscape.com and check us out on Twitter at MiltyTheGreat and at AC0Shift. Thanks for listening.